Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to Your Questions Answered. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by Andy Murray from What Culture to answer your burning wrestling questions. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, Make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts where we review Raw, SmackDown, the show formerly known as NXT Tupac, oh, AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week complete with a big quiz, of course, on wrestle culture, as I said, though, joined by Andy Murray to answer your burning wrestling questions. Uh, normal service will resume with the podcast tomorrow, but we thought it was kind of pointless. Him and I talking about NXT, considering I haven't watched it since WrestleMania, and well, neither of you. So yeah, I I, I read the observers play by play of NXT and make the moral choice of not watching it every week. Yes, it is, uh, <laughs> or any week. For that it's a, matter. It's a unique show. I enjoy yeah. uh, Brian and Dave's yeah. <laughs> recap of it on The Observer sometimes. I but. keep up with it. Like, I keep up with it when there's, like, hyped matches or mm. whatever. Uh, I check them out. But it's like, man, if I don't need this two-hour chunk of my week to be taken away, yes. guess what? I'm keeping it. Yeah, I think you <laughs> you watch NXT in the same way I watched Rampage and Battle of the Belts this week. <laughs> Is there anything important I really need to watch on there? As long as you know what you're talking about when you have to talk about it, I guess. Exactly. But, you know, it's it's not a show that's catered to my flavor. <laughs> mm. um, but we thought we'd uh, ask some questions on our Twitter, at WhatCultureWWE. And uh, if you haven't got your question answered on this, don't forget me and Andy every single day on the news answer your wrestling questions. You basically, I mentioned this on the Raw Review podcast, you basically have to time it to send your question around 8 a.m. UK time because that's where me and Andy have a little look on our Twitter and go, that'll do, that'll do, and that should be quite funny as well to talk yeah, about. You can tell the days where we've uh, where we've kind of like been strapped for time before heading into the <laughs> studio because it's like there's a rotation of about 15 people who figured out exactly yeah. when to tweet. So it'll be like, ah, it's John Harrison. <laughs> here's here's Jake, 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 yeah. and, and Eric Vasquez, and it's fun though. I like it. Like, Shouts to all the the people who send us stuff every single day. You guys rule because like I don't know how you have interesting things to Indeed. ask so often. I have nothing interesting to ask about anything. So. I always feel bad as well when I'm like, oh Andy, we've got a question here from someone who's never sent us a question before because we were going to try and mix yeah. it up, and then it's you think 
The Rock should wrestle Roman <laughs> at WrestleMania. Not, not again. What would you do if Vince McMahon came out of retirement? Yeah. <laughs> I love ones like that, where it's like the most implausible stuff. It's like, if you guys could reanimate Vader, who would you have him face? You're like, what? <laughs> we, uh, had one, uh, we had one on the community thread last week. And it was like, when are you guys going to show all the evidence for the things you're saying about Vince McMahon? Jesus. The evidence, brother. We're just aggregating news reports. <laughs> like, what do you do? You want us to go to the police vault? <laughs> like, I'm here to file a report, officer. <laughs> um, lot, well, there's quite a few questions I've got here actually from from some of our regulars because, well, they're interesting questions. For example, first question here comes from Fraser Cranium. Ah, legend. Who's a, a true legend uh, of the news and the pods and what have you. Uh, Fraser writes, Hey boys, congrats on the Dadlyhood, Wilborn. Thank you very much uh, for that and well done for holding down the fort, Andy. Well, thank you. Um, Andy, you've always said stars, uh, Hogan, Cena, Rock, Austin, bring the numbers in. Who can WWE and AEW position as their next mm. big star? Uh, for Frazier, he says, God willing, it is Big E. Um, one second, sorry. No. One second. No, sorry. What's, he, do, what's me. he doing, listeners? It's Big E and Mercedes. Money. Money. Dun, dun, dun. Money. Quality. It's great. Just wonderful! What a time! Uh, I've not. So seen you're a fool there, Frazier, because you've yeah. positioned a woman uh, as uh, the yeah. next big star of AW. Yeah, so it's that's not, not in Tony Khan's playbook, is it? <laughs> uh, there we go. We've ticked one of ticked one of the regular jokes boxes. Um, <laughs> who interesting? So yeah, I think that um, it's not always necessarily going to be a case of if we put this person in this position, they will take off and they will help us uh -huh. to mainstream success. I think that. Uh, a lot of it is just down to happenstance and hoping that people take over, take take flight in, in, in avenues beyond wrestling in the way that Hogan did, in the way that The Rock and Austin did, and John Cena, and everyone you've named, basically. But obviously there are people who fit the criteria of... The, they've got traits that translate well if they're sitting on a talk show or whatever, yeah. you know, or if they're walking a catwalk or if they're starring in a movie and they're, they're doing interviews with, I, I don't know who Dennis Pennis, whoever does interviews <laughs> these days. He's still on the go. I don't know. I hope so. He was in game still of Thrones, him. wasn't he? Yeah. He was Boros of Mir. What a turnaround. <laughs> um, yeah, Mercedes is a great shout, I think, for AEW because there have been times in her run where she was like the biggest individual quarter hour ratings draw in mm. WWE. Um, so she's a great shout. She's going to do that wherever she goes. Um, I don't necessarily think that if a wrestling promotion doesn't make her, like I don't think Mercedes Money is going to be the most like successful actress of all time or whatever. No. You know, a lot of, she's obviously in the Mandalorian and doing very well in that avenue, but she's certainly someone with crossover appeal. Also, like, I don't like using this word, but she has a massive army of stands. Like, yeah. who will follow her everywhere. So, yeah, the Stan word, uh, it's not one I'm particularly fond of, but it's kind of true in her yeah. case. Um, so, yeah, she she's a great shout. Uh, in terms of people who are already on AEW's roster, I, I really do think it's MJF. Um, yeah, it seems like an obvious one, but you're yeah. right. In terms of you put him on a Conan O'Brien or whatever yeah. it may be, and people go, who the hell's that guy? Yeah, exactly. Like, huge popping personality, dynamic uh, sticks to the character like constantly, does stuff on the fly. Like there's so many stories of him like mouthing off at people like walking through hotels and stuff when there's not even cameras rolling and things. Like he's so good at just 
be in, inhabiting that character. Yeah, because a lot of people have sort of old-fashioned takes yeah. on like, you know, oh, we've got a restaurant. Can you can you cut a promo on me? And you sort <laughs> yeah. of see them roll their eyes and be like, oh, I'm not really uh, yeah. okay, but whatever. MJF would be like, He's just gonna where do you want it. me to start? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, WWE before WrestleMania, I would have said Cody, but I think that his goose is maybe a little bit cooked. Mm, there, was, there was quite a few questions about, you know, okay. about Cody and, okay. and, uh, and how, I think uh, was it, oh, it was a mistake, I think it's fair to yeah. say. Yeah, I think similarly, Bianca is another person yeah. who, like, I think she has everything, and it's kind of a, like, so, so she's had a long title run, and she's been positioned in high-profile feuds and stuff, but I don't think that Bianca today feels more special than Bianca did last year coming out of WrestleMania, and I think that's a bit of a problem, because when you look at her traits and just how likable she is and, like, how phenomenal she can be in the ring, and she can talk, she's got a great personality, she's, like, got a great public persona as well. She's, she'd be great at, like, ambassador yeah. stuff. Um she did something with with Tez, didn't she? On uh, like it's called. I want to say it because I've sort of half watched bits of this through uh, my wife. I think the show's called like Watch What Happens Live or something like that. I have no idea what that is, but it's one of those American <laughs> show busy yeah. shows. Yeah, uh, and they were both on there, and I thought they came across brilliantly. So yeah, the, the, I mean, Tez is a perfect. Yeah, obviously we're on first name terms with him. Uh, he he's a great shout for that role as well um but yeah I, I do think it's a shame that that she feels like she doesn't feel like a bigger star than she did last year but she still feels like a star mm. if that makes sense i so, couldn't believe that there's people I, I, you know aside from maybe banging the drum for Asuka, i couldn't believe there was people saying she should have lost at wrestlemania yeah yeah like i i, I i'm a big Asuka fan mm. but like watching the builds to that match it was like Nah, no, this isn't it. But yeah, a lot of people complain. I got in trouble, by the way. Did you see my tweet over WrestleMania? I don't know. It was like a load of cool influencers tweeting like, you know, what? it was lovely that, that Bianca Belair entrance. Yeah, with yeah, the, yeah. Especially when you sort of found out more the of context. the story behind it. Yeah. And it was all like, wow, and you know, go on, this looks amazing, blah, blah, blah. And mixing all that was mine. <laughs> Someone had screenshotted their feed and it was like... What a lovely moment. Oh, how inspirational. So happy for these kids, blah, blah, blah. And my tweet's in the middle. Asuka should miss one of the kids. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> something went after me for that. Like, it's a, clearly a joke, and I didn't realize the context. Yeah, it it's just people people uh, acting in bad faith yes. with that one. Um, oh, my goodness. <laughs> but, yeah, no, there's no way uh, Bianca should have lost. And I, nah. I, I mean, the EO Sky now is a really good platform for her to build on post-WrestleMania. Yeah, for sure. And, like... The Asuka thing, it's like, if the build had been a bit different and Asuka had been built up as, like, this ultimate threat, uh, then, yeah, you could have done the title change for sure, but she just wasn't, like, they, they did a lame crap build where they stared at each other and dribbled goo, and your laptop sounds like it's got COVID at the yeah. moment. <laughs> yeah, Rest in peace. Uh, but, yeah, uh, Sky is a very interesting way to go, and... Uh, probably has ramifications for damage control and mm. all that as well. So it's a good story. I really hope, uh, well, uh, first of all, first and foremost, we all hope that Big E finally, if he's ready, gets back in the ring sooner rather than later. And I think if that happens, and I think had Big E been fit 
when uh, Triple H took over, I have no doubt that he, especially oh, yeah. if they had split titles, would have gone on another great world title reign. And he is someone, yeah, who's just, he exudes charisma. Same kind of thing, like he's such a great ambassador mm. off screen as well for all the good work he does. Uh, and yeah, like it's a real shame, like the way, obviously the, the injury is horrible, mm-hmm. um, but like his booking pattern as world champion was suboptimal. And I have no doubt that the son-in-law, Chanila, mm. would do a better job than the demented father-in-law did uh, across that I period. say Mello as well from NXT, yeah. if, especially if you keep him with Trick. I think he could, be, he just, whenever he's on telly, I can't take my eyes off him. I feel like he's got that casual charm that could come across well like you say in the in those sorts of scenarios on chat shows or whatever casual charm articulate charismatic huge like presence mm. when he walks out um just eyeball handsome, popping which is handsome basic but you know traits he shares with von wagner <laughs> who's, who's yeah. my other pick speaking of nxt <laughs> there you go there you go there's one for the one for the fiends <laughs> speaking of fiends what about him oh maybe not Tell you, I not almost walked into his daughter at the airport. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> we were waiting to fly back in LA, and uh, I was doing my usual buy all the magnets trip. Of course, we do that. Simple. Simple, but an effective, nice yeah. present. We've got a gimmick in the Murray household. Every time we go on a trip, magnet for the fridge. Indeed. And I uh, turned around and was like, oh, sorry. Almost walked into this little girl, and then realized, stood right next to her. I was like, oh, oh. Bray Wyatt. Oh, <laughs> did you go, hey, the flipping fiend? <laughs> Leave people Phil alone. was like, why don't you ask for an interview? I was like, because we're in the middle of an airport. Yeah. And then we'd literally just been talking about, God, who pesters restless Yeah, airport, leave them alone so. in the yeah. airports. What was he What was he doing? What was he looking at? I think he was just uh, getting, getting him, some snacks. Getting a little magazine. Them. I don't know where he was yeah. going. I wonder what Bray Wyatt's snacks on. I'd mm. love to know. Fiend. Cheetos. Cheetos. <laughs> Fiend Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, a tweet here from someone you've probably never heard of. Matt Reigns? No idea. No. No. Uh, who writes, uh, morning, guys. <laughs> uh, he writes, presumably, both of you will be at all in this year. Well, Matt, you're 50%, right? <laughs> <laughs> when is all in? 27th? 7th, 8th. Yeah, something like that. 27th of August. My wife selfishly... <laughs> Has decided to give birth around August 17th. That's when the due date is. And as I'm going to try my best, Matt, but uh, if I know Anne Louise as well as I think I do, I get the feeling she's probably going to say, yeah, you can't go to London <laughs> 10 days after your yeah. child arrives. For three nights <laughs> with nothing. Yeah. But it's going to be awesome, and I hope it's the, hope it's the first of any. any. Anyway, Matt writes, um, what are some matches you'd like to see at All In? Um, cheers, guys. Welcome back, William. Congrats. Yeah. Thank you, Matt. Um, yeah, Ooh. matches we'd like to see. Osprey's talked recently, hasn't he, about wanting to work all in? Yeah, Osprey, I think he, he said something about like making his father proud and stuff, which is like really nice sentiment yeah. to attach. And like, yeah, he, he should obviously be on the card. I know he's not an AEW wrestler strictly, but the working relationship and like he's played a role in that company. And also, he's like, the best British wrestler between the ropes of all time, and he's active today, and we're fortunate enough. I know, like, yeah. people have issues with Will Ospreay for various reasons, and, like, I'm not discrediting... No, no, no. ...whatever reasons you might have. Um, but I think we're very fortunate to be enjoying and living through this guy's prime. Uh, he's frighteningly prolific. He's worked extremely hard to get to where he is. If you look at the Will Ospreay of today, he's like so far ahead of the guy he was when he debuted. Even when he debuted in New Japan, 
like the levels he's added in terms of being a character and and how he's adapted his style and stuff. Yeah, he definitely deserves that. I would 100% put him on the card. Uh, the last time Will Ospreay, well, one of the last times he was in a major marquee match in the UK, a match that really mattered against an old legend of the game. Uh, and this is for the two people who are listening to this who've also watched this match, but he wrestled Vader. Uh, uh, and it was, um, you know, rest in peace, Vader, one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. But it was uh, an absolute effing disaster. Uh, so with that in mind, Will Ospreay should wrestle Goldberg. Yes. <laughs> uh, jokes aside, Will, Will definitely... Who's the best wrestler you've got available? Put them up against him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, treating British audiences to Osprey Omega yeah. off the back of what <laughs> everyone saw at the start. I mean, the start of this year, yeah. we went... Oh, cool. Match of the year contest's over. Yeah. You could complete the trilogy in London. You could do round two at Forbidden Door, have it end point, on some yeah. kind of shenanigan stuff. Kenny wins again. And then finally in the UK, Osprey finally beats Kenny. It's great. It's a great story. Well, we haven't had a chance for you and I to really talk about AW's announcements. I think we all sort of speculated, obviously, maybe that announcement, this announcement's going to be it. Maybe it's going to be, it's got to be soon yeah. because they said it was going to happen this year, obviously. But I think you, me, Sidge, Hamflet, all of us were like, probably it was going to be Craven Cottage yeah. during the closed football season here in the UK. That wasn't going to happen because of Money in the Bank, July 1st. That's literally the middle of the yeah. uh, you know season break. So they're going to have to try and avoid that. And so I think even like me and Miller and, and Phil and Nicholas were chatting about it when we were away. And we were like, well, if they can't do that, <clears throat> you know, it's... Just, just keep it simple. Do like even yeah. if they just did like the copper box, for example, small or smaller than that we were hoping for. That's all you need for. But it'd be yeah, it'd be a, a, a marker, and you start from there. Big swing going. For yeah, I love, I love Huge. it. I love the balls of it. I really do. I admire the ambition. And you have to imagine that if if Tony Khan is going to book a building as colossal as Wembley, where I mean, to be fair, no major. Nothing eventful sporting-wise has ever happened in that rickety old stadium. It's, <laughs> it's a complete, yeah, it's a soulless pit of a place. Uh, <laughs> Do you know, I've, I've ziplined across Wembley. I mean, wow. Oh, new, wow. new Wembley. Wow. And was that, is that the thing that happened in 1966? <laughs> it's hear about? not. Um, yeah, fake, fake uh, hat-trick by Jeff Hurst. <laughs> um, sorry, I'm just getting my bingo out of the way. Um, yeah, I, I mean... I am dubious of their ability to sell, like, 80,000 seats. Yeah. But... I think 40 would be a big success in itself. Yeah. Uh, they will know internally what they're aiming for, obviously. But yeah, Tony Khan must have a few aces up his sleeve. He must have like a, a CM Punk in the... In the you yeah, know, yeah, it did he must know, speculation about Punk, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, he must know something's coming because you don't have a... You don't... Like, I love AEW. I think it's a good weekly product. Um, I don't know if they sell it out with the current state of the company as it is, or like, you know, hit hit 40 or whatever, but, you know, a punk or whatever will do. As far as, like, other matches and stuff go, like, Mercedes on the card would be great. Uh, I mean, who's good? Her and Hater, straight up, boom, there you go, done. That'd be awesome. Uh, yeah, Punk and FTR versus the Elite would be cool if you're not doing Kenny Osprey. Uh, I, seriously, I would, go, I would pop for Goldberg. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'd for that. Who, would we, who could we book him again? Kota Ibushi. I was going to say QT Marshall, <laughs> so we're going down very different paths, oh, aren't we? That would be fun for like QT would just eat dirt. No, actually, I tell you, I tell you what I've done. Uh, I've I've already double booked QT in my dream matches because I've said, and it's, it probably would be TV, but can you imagine if they put this on pay per view? QT Marshall out there 
honestly, this bloody country, why am I here? Why have you dragged me out here? Why, why, why? Why? <laughs> Huge part, 80,000 sellout. Simon Miller buries QT Marshall. Make it happen, honestly. Make it happen, brother. Make it happen. I think. I genuinely think this is going to sound really bad. This is going to be a completely backhander compliment here to, to Simon Miller. Announcing Simon Miller for All In, and I don't know anything, by the way, <laughs> is equivalent to when they announced Shane for that mania and it suddenly shifted loads of tickets. <laughs> Who's got the lockbox that he's trying to Ooh. unleash? Also, I, I mean, I might have to kibosh that, brother. I can't allow Simon Miller to be taken. <laughs> I need that man to do an ups and downs video. Yeah, he just put him on earlier in the card. <laughs> yeah, you can't wrestle. No, you can't wrestle, man. I need you to do a, I need you to do a, a five-minute news video. <laughs> Do, I tell you what, you can open the show, Simon Miller, but in the interim, during the show, I'm going to need you to get 10 interviews backstage and then there film. You there you go. Downs. Me and him are going to have words. I'm only joking, of course, for anyone who <laughs> takes this uh, literally. But think Tony Khan books himself to wrestle? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he no. He could invite Goldberg. <laughs> you could beat him as well. <laughs> Goldberg goes for the spear. Tony Khan leapfrogs him like Brock. Boo! Yeah. You're next. Gives him the F6 because it's one better than the F5. <laughs> Wardlow versus Goldberg. Wardlow. That, I mean, that's exactly the person that you would bring Goldberg in to put over, isn't yeah. it? Wardlow or Hobbs. Like one of Hobbs, your big yeah. boys. Yeah, it'd be fun. That'd be good. You know, they, uh, you could have, you could have, because I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to think of British wrestlers to hoy on the card. You could have, <laughs> for no title, but the, for the Brian Danielson award in the in the Observer newsletter, Brian Danielson versus Zack Saber Jr. There He's you go. The only two people who ever seem to win. There it. you go. Zach has to be on the card. Yeah, it'd be really cool if they gave a gave a showcase to like a younger British wrestler as well. Because obviously these people are names like Zach and and uh, who else have we mentioned? I've completely forgotten. Osprey, Osprey yeah, yeah. Hater, she's contracted. Yeah. But but like if they put like a Luke Jacobs or a Gabriel Kidd or like a Michael Oku Ooh. in like a signature match against like a Kenny level person, that'd be really cool. And it'd be like, hey, younger wrestler breaking out in front of fifty thousand people or whatever. That'd be amazing. That'd be sick. Hope they do that. What about uh, Zack Sabre Jr. versus Shibata? <laughs> yeah, obviously. Run it back. The five-minute grappling exhibition they had the other year. Why not? Uh, I wonder if Shibata can get cleared in the UK. He gets cleared in the US an awful lot, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. I, did, I, I didn't. I was a supercard of honor, and I thought, eh, you know how this is going to go yeah. with Wheelie you And then... Oh boy! <laughs> oh boy! Here, lit them up, baby. You don't, you don't tune down with Shibata, man. They could, they could do him against Harry Kane. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I do think they should book some some celebrities, some some footballers, yeah. or celebrities. I agree. They should get all the big British, no English football names. Dave Benson Phillips has worked <laughs> wrestling shows, hasn't he? Grant Holt. There Grant you go. Holt has, done, has yeah. made the leap. Hasn't he, he wrestled yeah. in Norwich once for. Uh, Soraya's family, I think. Yes. Yeah, there you go. You could do uh, Soraya versus... Carol Smiley. D Tim Flowers. <laughs> Carol Smiley! Is she not Scottish? Yeah. Yeah. She's not... Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, we're not allowed in Wembley. Yeah. So I can't go to the show. It's a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah, nothing good ever happened in that stadium. So <laughs> the wrestling event will be the first thing. Anyway. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Uh, let's get some more questions here. Um, Eddie Zamhari writes... Uh, with the draft coming up in a few weeks. Yeah, when is that draft? Ah, uh, a few weeks. <laughs> like, April sort of time, isn't it? Well, my brain has been turned into uh, Fusilli Pasta yeah. over the past few weeks, and I can't remember. Yeah, it's... it's, it's <laughs> they announced it like two days ago. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to Google it. It's going to change the game. Yeah. Ah, see what yeah. I did there? Shut up, Triple H. Um, Second in command. With the draft coming in, uh, draft co- coming up in a few weeks, which of the current NXT superstar roster... Uh, should be called up. Eddie writes, cannot be the obvious one. Is the obvious one Braun Breaker? Yeah, he would be the obvious one. Love um, his heel turn, by the way. Look, yeah. that's a nice change of pace for Needed, him. needed yeah. to think that uh, Especially room. because he got hit with a belt before losing. Yeah, exactly. He, said, he was like there at the end, hey, well done to you. And I was like, you, should go, you do know Trick Williams hit with a belt, yeah, don't you? silly sausage. I think uh, I wasn't too worried about him. Initially, because that room, that performance center, is literally the same people every week. Yes. And it's very easy for, like, cliquey stuff to creep in. And it can be a bit bizarre world where their reaction is not necessarily reflective of anything else. But then we got to uh, stand and deliver, and Mellow was so over as the baby face. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, oh, even when he cheated to win, it was, it was still Mellow. Do, do you know what? He's lucky with Bron Breaker. It was temporarily sort of played into his favor there. The barking... Yeah. So the barking, you couldn't work out if it was booze or barking. Yeah. I think it was mainly yeah. barking, to be fair. That, I love it when that happens. Like Brody King does the hoo, hoo, hoo yeah. in, in AEW. Aberdeen at the moment, football club. Uh, sorry, listeners. Uh, I have a football player called uh, Luis Lopez, whose nickname is Duke. And every time he scores, they go Duke. So it sounds nice. like a boo. So I love that. 
Um, Shout out to Hugo. He knows who Duke is. <laughs> I think, I genuinely think you're spoiled for choice right now. Do you know how it immediately popped into my head? Because, well, actually, I suppose if they left, they could work all in and that'd be absolutely fine as well. Because I was so confused about the status of the grizzled young veterans. Mm. Because I read that they handed their notice in. I read that their notice had been, uh, that the, the request to be released, I should say, was was accepted. And then I read, oh, no, they're working level up tapings. Yeah. So it was. So move them up to the main roster so you can actually use them if they're sticking yeah. around in WWE for a while. Get them out of the cult. Yes. I don't know who looks at Zach Gibson and goes, yep, that guy is one of the top 10 promos in the company. You should be a creepy cult member. Yeah. Weird. Henchman I, guy. I don't want to get into a rant here because this is obviously the normal, normal place that we talk about NXT as a preview, but there are a, f- a few teams in NXT that yeah. I would have put behind the Grizzled Young Veterans to have a tag title reign. That's, I'll, I'll, I'll put it that, yeah. that way. Yeah, who jumped, who jumped mm. ahead. It's interesting. I think, speaking of tag teams... Hey, tag teams. Hey, tag teams. The Creed brothers are obviously still quite green. Yeah. But there's just so, like, mayhem ensues whenever those boys are in the ring. There's so much fun to watch. They're so chaotic is the word. Uh, I love them dearly. Mm. Uh, I've, I've enjoyed them since day one when they had that squash where they were just slapping each other in the face and all this dumb jock stuff yeah. oozing out of them. I think they're great. Um, Tiffany Stratton. <laughs> like... You'll not, get no arguments from me. Again, not the finished product, but... Best it, moonsault ever. Best moonsault ever. If her back is okay after those bumps, by the way. Jeezy, <laughs> jeezy peeps, man. Those were brutal at uh, the pay-per-view. But, like, that character is going to get over. How could it not get over? She does it so well, and she's genuinely good mm. as well. Also, people won't like this. WWE Developmental, the longer you stay there, the more they teach you how to be extremely boring. Yeah, so, bad habits. Yeah, so get the like, like the characters who are fun out of there and on the main roster. Yeah. All of, all of them. Yeah, <laughs> Every I mean, single one. I could sit here and say, <laughs> I'm going to clean out half the division here. So I could sit here and say, Tiffany Stratton, Roxanne Perez, Cora Jade. I mean, for God's sake, Alba Fire has been ready for the main roster for about three years. Yeah, she... Oh, God. Don't, she's not the current gimmick. Yeah. Put her back as Kaylee Ray and have some kicks. Like, if you want, if you, if you really want to do it because you're Vince and you just can't see past it, her and Piper Niven is just a badass Scottish tag team. Oh, fine. The new Gallus. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's the opposite of what we want. That's... Yeah, she's like... Gal. She's, us. <laughs> that is literally uh, Jeezy Peeps uh, worthy uh, moment there. She's so good, and it pains me that she is stuck in this. I'm not going to swear because I'm, I'm. I don't want to give you an editing job. A good guy. This uh, horrendous uh, gimmick. Yeah. It, 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 oh, it's, uh, stop it, Andy. Don't get annoyed by NXT. Um, <laughs> it's not worth. But it. like, I, I mean, Mello's an obvious one, but he's just won the world title, so you're yeah. kind of going to have to leave him there for a good six months, probably. Yeah. I don't know what's happening with Cameron Grimes. The last photo I saw of him made me think he's good ready shape. for the main roster, even if Vince is back in charge. Yeah. Because he looks incredible. I think he's hanging out with Eric Young at the moment. Yeah. Um, uh, Von <laughs> Wagner, obviously, he's got a lot of heart. Yeah, he's got a lot of heart. He's good at explaining things, yeah. as, as we know. Um, um, and do you know what annoyed me in the fallout of, of Mania, Mania Night 2 and the Raw after WrestleMania and Vince and Endeavor Deal, et cetera, et cetera? It's people going, hey, guys, you should check out NXT. It's cooking. <laughs> Motherfucker, it's always been cooking. <laughs> <right? laughs> Yep. And <laughs> one of the guys who's kept cooking on that gas is my guy, Tony 
fucking Angelo. Oh, no, he's Tony the worst. D. <laughs> great worker, great boss, great guy. He's the worst. <laughs> he's my least favorite thing. I just want to see what happens when the main roster crowd is it's like, yeah. here he is. It's the mafia guy. Who kills people. <laughs> Where's that two dimes? <laughs> yeah. You know what they really should do, though? Like, you know, if Vince McMahon, who is back, wants to fully show that this is a new era, right, and undo the bad he did, so, like, one of the past worst things he did over the past few years, wrestling-wise, let's not talk about non-wrestling-wise, because that guy's a a horrible person, uh, was cut loads and loads of people. Yeah. You got to bring him back. You got to bring back the can't-miss prospects, right? The red-hot NXT, the fresh faces, the people you thought were going to be the face of the business for, like, another 50 years. He's already been around for 150 years. Bobby Fish. There you go. <laughs> Bring him home. And uh... and I mean, <laughs> folks, where's the lie? I mean, he's just been in Doncaster doing another loop of George Hackenschmidt. So. Yes, he's working yeah. Donnie Doan, isn't he? He's yeah. Been, he's been doing a, a, a talk on his uh, time touring the ropes with uh, whipper Billy Watson. And uh, Ricky Dozan, that time he put him over in the dojo. Sorry, Bobby Fish, but you're a weird guy. <laughs> um. Just a few other names, because I'm, I'm, I'm in danger of listening to the entire NXT roster because I just adore all of them. Legitimately, I'm just looking at it here, Wesley and Tyler Beard. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Maybe not right now, because Vince is in charge, and he'll look at them and go, small. Yeah. But when the inevitable Hold next scandal happens, yeah, they, they're going to be great. I love me some Thea Hale. I mm. think she is... Very enthusiastic. She's to be protected at all costs. I'm just looking there. Forgot Roderick Strong's still in NXT. Oh, yeah. He still exists. Mm. Poor Roddy. What's going on with him? What's going on there? Nathan Fraser. Nathan Fraser. Is, I mean, Sidgwick mentioned it for the last, for Clash at the Castle. Yeah. If you don't put Nathan Fraser on Money in the Bank, you need your head examined. You dumb. Yeah. yeah. No, he doesn't have to be in the Money in the Bank match, right? It could be a load of fun being in there. Yeah. But he's not going to win, so... And you've got a lot of big stars that you're going to probably hoy in there. But put him on that card. Even if you put him in a dark match, if you want. Yeah. He'd be a rip, an absolute ripper. Um, the other one I'm really going to campaign for, other than Andre Chase, because I think... Andre, and Dragon Lee. So I'm just... just Dragon Lee. The more people everyone. I see. Just the whole roster. Yeah. Stick them up there. <laughs> the other one I'm really going to campaign for, I should say the other one. The other two I'm going to campaign for who have been main roster ready since they arrived in NXT, and we just thought, oh, you just got boredom in NXT UK, have you? And I was like, oh, so wrong. Pretty deadly. Ah. The pretty deadly boys are yes, just boy. ready-made, yeah. yeah, to be... They're really good prick heels. Piss, British piss-boiler heels, yeah. Yeah. yeah Come definitely. out. God bless you, you know... And I agree, like, if you're a fan of someone, it's natural that you'd want to see them get away from the worst weekly wrestling TV show of all time. NXT UK. <laughs> Ooh, that's a tough, that's a tough debate for me, actually. NXT UK was so bone dry that NXT is, like, everything I don't enjoy. My, uh, my father-in-law, when I went back this weekend, I think, uh, to try and sort of ingratiate himself a little bit with me, had just put some wrestling on, <laughs> but it was what was ever was on yeah. Sky or whatever it was. It wasn't the network, I know that. And uh, I glanced in thinking, oh, he's put he's put Mania on or something, and I can talk him through it. Walked in, it was some match from NXT UK <laughs> that did not feature Pretty Deadly, and I went, it was a tag match, and I went, nah. 
It was The Hunt versus, I don't know. It was Eddie Dennis's stable. Oh, okay. Shout out to Daddy. Recently versus... retired. Probably Gallus, let's be perfectly yeah. honest here. And I just thought, time for bed, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Gallus. Bit jet lagged. Um, not, Chuck- not a reflection on the talent. The show is the yes. pro- was the problem. Yeah. Chucky Van Hoos. All right, okay. There's a, as in, there's a moose loose. Indeed. About this. Uh, a really good question, this. Who wins money in the bank? Oh, wow. Uh, well, Chucky says, for the men's, I could see Logan Paul or Drew. I want it to be McAfee. Okay, interesting. I never want to see McAfee again after that thing at WrestleMania, to be <laughs> honest with you. Uh, Did you not like Johnny Kettle, or whatever his name was, who came and helped him? Nah. <laughs> no, we were like, it's oh, it's that guy. It's football man. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, everyone on this podcast probably had the same reaction when I was like, yeah, so Aberdeen have this player called Luis Lopez. Yeah. Um, I was genuinely surprised KSI got that sort of reaction. Yeah, that I was, was fun. He had that crossover. Well, I was doubly pleased because I thought it was Jake Paul. Exactly, yeah. So I was like, oh, thank God. Oh, okay. <laughs> fair play, yeah, it's just, it makes sense. Um, who should win money in the bank? Well, I've just recorded a list. Uh, 10 WWE superstars who could win Money in the Bank, which will be going out over the next couple of weeks. So you can check that out yes. on uh, whatculture.com. No, YouTube. <laughs> YouTube.com forward slash whatculture WWE. Uh, Do- Dominic Mysterio. Yes. <laughs> Should be Dominic Mysterio. You're right. Like, it would make a total mockery of the whole thing, but I'm okay with that. Purple briefcase. Purple briefcase, baby. Like, the Money in the Bank concept, for me, is going quite stale. I don't like... I don't really look forward to it in the way I used to. I think when a babyface wins it, it's always like, it's rarely the old school call the shot in, in advance and just have a fair good match. Yeah. Like look at the way Big E won it. He, he was still kind of taking advantage of someone who'd already fought. Mm. And like the heel stuff of the chase and all of that. To me, it, that, it it's worn out a little bit. So what you do is you put it on an idiot. You put it on a complete buffoon like Dominic who couldn't get the first line of his promo out on last night's oh. episode of Raw. He's so crap and he's so great. And it would be so wonderful. This thing of the ground this covers, I'm, I, I say he's the best heel in wrestling right now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm not doing a gimmick. I think he's the best heel in wrestling right now. Okay, fair. I don't know if I would go that far, but he is the, he's the most enjoyable heel in yes, wrestling for yes. me. Because he's the one I love to hate the most, which maybe by default does make him <laughs> the best one. But it would be so much fun. This little goon, like, running around with his stupid purple briefcase. He could win it by total fluke. Everyone else is wiped out from a big stunt, and Dom just goes, da, 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 da. he can pretend he's the best Mr. Money in the Bank of all time. He could name drop CM Punk to Big Heat, like Edge, all these people he'd be on the level Imagine of. If Dominic Mysterio had been in the Austin Theory role. We'd yeah. have adored it. Yeah. He comes down, gets chinned by Tyson just dies Fury. Every week. Oh. And you could do it like, it'd be so much fun if his cash in was like built up as this big dramatic thing and he lost to a roll up. In one second. He did the old Jinder Mahal, yeah. uh, Barrett Corbin. I wasn't gimmick. ready. I wasn't ready. Give me a mulligan. That'd be so much fun. Or Rhea's like, I've lost the title. I'm going to need that briefcase, yeah. Dom. It does just that's, say title match. That's even better. That's even better, honestly. Yeah, it's Dominic, man. Dom. Um, Seth is a good one. Ellie Knight. Ellie. Yeah. yeah. He'd be good. And I just, Chucky said it himself. Logan Paul. Yeah, Logan, Logan Paul. Logan Paul, man. Yeah, do something weird and stupid. I'm, I'm up for it. Logan Paul or Dominic Mysterio. Goldberg. You go down to the ring. World champion's injured. He opens up the briefcase. Everyone's losing their minds. Just just does a sip of prime and goes straight to the back. Yeah, piece of piss. That wasn't, that wasn't my cash in. Yeah, what are you talking about? You photoshopped that. 
Um, that was a brilliant move, by the way. Yeah, it was fun. People getting, you know, people like, I figured this out. He's not <laughs> figured anything out. Yeah. He's deliberately done that. And then he doubled down. Yeah. Funny. People are saying this has been photoshopped. It's not. <laughs> Stephen's I tell you not what, in it anymore. He's a prick, but he's good at the wrestling. Yes. There you go. Sometimes. Well, I've never even really considered women's money in the bank because I'm so set on like, I like these two world champions and I want them to both stay yeah. world champions for quite some time. Well, if Rhea Ripley wins it, and then has two titles. I don't know. That's, that's not a serious thing. But, um, Bailey, no, not Bailey. Bailey, like a rehab project. What about like a Roxanne Perez if she's going to be coming yeah. up? Uh, it'd be a good like ascension for her and she's ready for it, for sure. Um, who's like, who follows the theme of stupidity that we've set already? <laughs> like who, who have we got? Who have we got that could, uh, could fit that? I don't know if there is anyone really. Actually, Bea Hill's reaction to it. I don't know if she should win it, but her reaction to winning it would be worth it alone. You can figure out the booking later. Get me some chase you on the main roster yeah. because, you know, if that happened, for the fans who were unaware, I suppose that would be a... Oh, teach my moment! <laughs> I always think that's Mike Tenay for some reason. <laughs> Mike Tenay, that's who should win. Oh, go, legend. The professor. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with Roxy because... She's great. I'm not going to disagree with yeah. that. And I don't think there's a standout candidate otherwise. No. Yeah. Uh, final question. Uh, do, do you want to do a quick speed round? Let's yeah. do a quick speed Why round. Why not, baby? I, yeah. Yeah. I don't do these often, so I'm happy to be here. Um, Hamid says, Brian Danielson was talking a lot about love on Dynamite. Is this a setup for the Golden Lovers? Possibly. Yeah, possibly. Um, I know Sidgwick kind of felt that he was being like a surrogate for, for CM Punk. Uh with, with his spiel mm. um, when he came back and blasted Thingamabob in the face with the Busaiku knee kick. So, yeah, I mean, you've got to do the Golden Lovers in AEW at some point, right? I mean, Kota Ibushi, does he want to do that? I have no idea. No. Uh, he's an unpredictable man, and that's why I love him so much. But if there is an opportunity to do the Golden Lovers, and it's like the Blackpool Combat Club versus the Elite, but the elite, because Matt Jackson's injured, is Nick Jackson, uh, Kenny Omega, Hangman, and Kota Ibushi. It's pretty sick, brother. Yeah. It's pretty sick. So, yeah, that'd be, that'd be awesome. Um, oh, I've lost this question now. It's a good one about uh, United States Championship. Uh, the next, here we go. Michael Lavalli the third. Uh, Chad Gable, next US champion. What do you think? Mm. Uh, thank you. I think it would be great. I think Chad is great. I think he's in a great role right now where he just has like the little TV banger matches. They're a lot of fun every single week. And him and Otis are lots of fun on mm -hmm. screen and the ongoing storyline with the greatest modern stable in WWE, Maximum Male Models, yes. is tremendous. Um, I think that it would be feasible under Papa H. But I think now that the demented old, I almost called him like a criminal there, he, he might be. Um, yeah, probably. The, the demented old creep is back in charge now, so I think odds are slim. Um, but it's a tremendous idea. Yeah, I like it. Steve Faso with WrestleMania 40 being in Philly and Cody losing at 39. We've got to be working towards a Rocky-themed comeback for Cody, right? I can see him running up the Rocky steps in Philly in preparation. Please don't <laughs> tell me they're dragging this to WrestleMania 40. That would be so cheesy. It would be great. Like, it would be so corny and, and gimmicky and so Cody Rhodes, and it would be awesome, like the montage. Um I don't think they, I think they've blown the moment already, and I don't think there's any way that 
that uh, he Cody will ever be as hot as he was at WrestleMania 39. History tells us that when someone loses a match that they should have won and they're a babyface, uh, it's not always that good. The amount of times this happened with various others over the years. So I think they've blown their spot. I think they wet the bed at WrestleMania. I don't think they should drag it out that long. No. I agree with you. If they're going to do it, they should do it within the next few months. Mm. But I think they've blown it. And I don't think it'll ever feel as big as it would have had he beaten Roman. See, I disagree. I think there's still, they tell, they tell me there's a chance, <laughs> but it has to be SummerSlam. There's no yeah. way you drag that good feeling towards Cody all the way through to WrestleMania 40. Yeah. I think yeah. it's already going to be on the term then, looking regardless of whether he's uh, champion or not. Looking forward to Philly, though. That should be fun. Yeah. Cheesesteak. Cheesesteak. Oh, Jersey yeah. Mike's, by the way. Is that the one? Game changer. I've heard. We've probably, probably one of those ones where, like, I took a picture when I was in IHOP over there, and people were like, why the fuck are you eating in IHOP? I was like, because I'm a Brit abroad. I don't Hell know yeah, where brother. the local places to go. Yeah, that's the thing, man. That's the thing. People get so, like, like, I went to Florida in June, and I went to all the places. I went to all the cheesy places. IHOP, Denny's, Cheesecake Factory. Oh, yeah. And every time I posted this food on, on Twitter, some wee guy would go, huh, why'd you go there? Why'd you go to some independent place? I was like, brother, that's what I do when I'm at home. Yeah. I'm in America. <laughs> I want corn syrup. I don't want this. I want a cheesecake that is somehow also the same flavor as a dime bar <laughs> and tiramisu on television. Like, that's that's what I want. I want 90 buffalo wings, brother. Yes. Uh, yeah, cheesecake. I, people go to war over this stuff, don't they? Is there not, there's like, a junction in Philly where there's like two famous ones across the oh, road from really? each other. I can't remember what they call Patsy's or something like that. I, I don't know. Someone please, please educate me. But yeah, mm. hope we get to go to Philly. Fingers crossed. I'm saying hope we get to go. I'm literally the boss. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hugo. Oh, I wasn't going to miss you out, Hugo. What is, there he is. What is, in your opinion, the last time Vince actually booked a good product? <laughs> uh, this week's Raw was okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Consistently, I I probably would have to say it's more than 10 years ago. Yeah, I mean, the last... You can point to, like, little couple of week runs mm. here and there, but for something substantial, I think the last time I kind of looked at the week-to-week -week product and felt, oh, this is really great, would probably be, like, SmackDown 2016, mm. when they were coming out of that draft... And like it, Ambrose was the champion and it was kind of like this Isle of Misfit toys that didn't <laughs> quite, because yeah. it looked like Raw screwed SmackDown in the draft. Yeah. But then you got to the shows and SmackDown ruled ass. Yeah. People like AJ and all of that. But who was doing the majority of the creative there? Was it the, the writing team that was quite well established at the time? the Vince, but that was a good-ass show for about four or five months. Mm. And then Road Dog came along and it wasn't as good. So. No. That's usually I how was it gonna, works. I was going to say 35 because we got everything we could ever have wanted. Kofi, Becky, yeah, and Seth. Yeah, But then call. I just remembered the road to WrestleMania was so iffy. Yeah. It was like, it's right there. You give Becky the Rumble win, there she goes. And they gave her the Rumble win with a bit of shenanigans and Finley and, oh, you go, Lana's injured. And you're like, uh, uh, okay. Yeah. And then they were like, uh, now you're out of the match and you're also injured and... Here's Charlotte, and oh, yeah. if you beat her, then you don't replace Charlotte. It becomes a triple threat. And then you're like, okay, well, what about the Kofi thing? And yeah. then that was just so, there were some great spots in that. The Usos forfeiting, I maintain, is one of the best wrinkles to that story. The weird respect that they have yeah. for the New Day. Like, no, 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 we'll forfeit. Absolutely great. But it was just 
hard going. So I, I could genuinely, um, I, I will save that question, Hugo, or remind me that question next time we do yeah. this with the Dadleys, because I need encyclopedias with me for that one, because... Yeah. I don't we, remember. We, we, we try and forget anything this bad. So. I don't remember like yesterday. Like <laughs> I'm fried, man. So yeah, good question, Paul. I like it. Uh, final couple of questions. Question from Graham Jack that I f- thought really would appeal to you and I. Ah, uh, I think I know the name. Who's the one actor character you never got the love for that everyone else did? For me, it's Cody. Uh, This is Graham, he says this. For me, it's Cody right now. Okay. He comes across as a phony flag shagger whose attempt at (laughs) sob stories would make X Factor contestants cringe. Yeah, that was written by a Scottish man. (laughs) Tremendous. Um, Ah, wow. Okay. Uh, So, apologize, AEW listeners. Jay White. I don't. It does not click with me. I get why it clicks with so many people. I think he is a tremendous professional wrestler. And I think that the act has come a long way from his initial awkward return to Japan when he had the feud with Tanahashi. And uh, his big match record speaks for itself and the way these things are received. Great heel. It's just not for me. The kind of 40-ish minute main events he was having in New Japan where... There was a lot of stalling and a lot of character work and a lot of diving out of the ring and going, no, 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 Tanahashi, or yeah. shouting his opponent's name and like going between the ropes and stuff. It's like, it's not the style of wrestling that I necessarily enjoy. So not saying he's bad. I think he's pretty sick, actually. I think he's pretty great. She's not for me. Uh, I, I don't feel much when he comes on screen. And maybe that'll change now that he's going to be, because he's not going to be having 40-minute matches in AEW. He might have the odd mm. one. But, you know, if he's an American TV wrestler, he's going to be going an average of like 8 to 12 minutes. Mm. Maybe he'll fit my tastes a little more in that. But for me, yeah, it's probably Jay White. The classic one of this for me, because I didn't grow up watching him, and by the time I was watching wrestling, he wasn't on my screen. And it took pretty late in my wrestling uh, fandom to really have my eyes opened is <laughs> Bret Hart because <laughs> I never watched I never yeah. watched him yeah. he was in WCW I didn't watch WCW and then I wasn't going to go back no watch, <laughs> but I was just watching oh look this yeah this and that and all right granddad you can keep, yeah yeah <laughs> and then once I sort of and I was like just a bit bit grumpy, isn't he? <laughs> and it's like, he's kind of had a pretty tough life, Adam. Yeah, yeah. And you go back, and I think the real tipping point was the, uh, is it Tom McGee? Yes. That that, yeah. that was just like, a, oh, yeah, no, he's one of the best ever. Yeah. And then I subsequently went back and watched loads more and went, yeah, this isn't just a one-off with, like, Austin at Mania. Yeah. He is, he's a genius. And recent comments aside, just... One of the best ever, and yeah, of was course, really wrong. Do you know what? Recently, for me, Wheelie Utah, mm. not getting. Do you know what he needs to do? He needs to piss blood all over the place again because <laughs> I got it when he did that the first time, and I will say I did really enjoy him getting his head kicked in by Shibata. Yeah. So, yeah, but it's one of those. It, it, just because right now you don't get it, sometimes, like I kind of t- turn the corner a bit on Austin Theory. Yeah, I'll never. I know a lot of people. Yeah, Yeah, I'll never get. And the Dudleys are are a bit like. "Eh." He feels really artificial to me. Like Mm. I just don't believe it. I don't believe the act. Um, Again, like I don't necessarily think any of this is the wrestler's fault. No, Uh, it's like like, I I go home. I'm not listening to the Beatles. You know, (laughs) obviously the Beatles are trash and have no riffs. That, but you know, and loads of people when they've turned this podcast on will reach for, I don't know, uh, Oasis, or they'll reach for uh, Taylor Swift. 
I'm not reaching for any of those. We all have different flavors. Yeah. We have different tastes. Wrestling is no different. I don't think there is such thing as objectively good or bad. In art, wrestling would be classified as that. I think that anyone who tries to tell you this person is objectively the best wrestler ever. Well, no, because the only objective metrics you can use are things like ticket sales. And that's a really boring ass way to judge who's the greatest. Yeah. Um, everything else is interpretational. So to, to use another sport as an example, uh, Khabib Nemegamedov never lost. Yeah. Wouldn't be my goat for me. Anderson, baby, for me. Because he's like, yeah. it, it, I just was never got like jazzed aside from like the Connor stuff yeah. about watching him fight. Yeah. All respect in the world for him, but he's he wasn't, wasn't a guy who I'd turn around to say Nicholas and say, you're watching the fight this weekend. Blanket smothering dude. Like he, he was kind of like rising to dominance as I was getting out of the UFC. But from what I remember, he was just kind of like, I'm going to, do the smart thing and win by like neutralizing yeah. you. My goal is Anderson Silva still, and he's lost how many fights yeah. over the past like 10 he years? He lost to Jake Paul. Yeah, he lost to Michael Bisping, didn't he? Yeah. And like shout outs to the count, but come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, he's a, guy, he's a guy who like would just do these ridiculous, like his fight with Forrest Griffin, where he's just like docking out of the it was a jaw dropping matrix stuff, moves and like kicking Vitor Belfort in the face when Vitor oh. was uh, suspiciously large. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, it's all subjective. So if I say I don't personally enjoy the work of Jay White, it doesn't mean that I'm mm. undermining your enjoyment. In fact, I would rather be you because I want to enjoy everything I yeah. watch unless it's made by weird freaks like Vince McMahon. Mm. <laughs> or Insane Clown Posse. No, I don't, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> you put some respect on Insane Clown Posse. <laughs> so their fat catalog is better than the Beatles, I'll give you that. Effing magnets, how do they work? Hey, 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 who's got more riffs? ICP, chicken hunting? Come on. Uh, final question. We talked about Cody <laughs> on that one. And I saw this and thought this would be a great final question. from Barton. George Harrison didn't know how magnets worked either. So. From Barton Keys. <laughs> Do you see Cody returning to AEW at some point? I know he intends to retire in the coming years, but could you see him returning behind the scenes or in a managerial role? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. He's, he's such a romantic, dramatic silly man yeah cody Rhodes, and that's what makes him so so great so yeah I, I definitely could see it absolutely see him like working this wwe contract and going i'm going home i'm, yeah. going, I'm going back to the place i helped build like it would be so him doing like he'd be crying in the return promo it'd be so dramatic so silly yeah it'd be awesome yeah i think he's got a lot he wants to achieve within wwe i think he already has yeah. uh with main event and mania and that, that i mean a lot of us said Oh, he's done it now. He doesn't need to win a world title. Well, from it. that reaction he got at 38. Um, but yeah, I think he's one, I think he's a guy who could genuinely flip-flop between both companies yeah. for the next 15 years, yeah. and I wouldn't get bored of it because he's, so he's a fascinating character. He, that's the word for him because the last seven, eight years of Cody Rhodes' career tells us that there will come a time People maybe get a little bit tired of the gimmick. You know, we go back to the welt, the the weight belt getting thrown back in AEW. Oh. So it definitely has a shelf life, the kind of Cody baby face. Like, he was the hottest thing in the world going into WrestleMania. But there will be a time when people are like, oh, this guy's weird. I don't like him. But then he goes somewhere else, yeah. and he's immediately the king again. It's great. I love the Cody Rhodes cycle. Boom bust. Cycle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's great. And, uh, yeah, I think... Yeah, he's got a lot more to explore in WWE, but yeah. at the end of the day, he created yeah. AEW. And he doesn't hold grudges and all that he's nonsense. Very, he's very good at the old, and this is not no, nothing against him. I think 
Uh, you know, some people are far better than this than others. But he's very good at the political side of it all. I mean, he could go into bloody politics, let's be honest. Yeah. I think he's even said he might even do something like that. Do you that. vote for him? I don't know if I could vote for a man with that neck tattoo, personally. <laughs> That's how I judge my politics. Yeah, to be honest, got having seen what's gone on in American politics in the last decade... Anything's possible, man. British, British politics, brother. Oh, yeah, we are, <laughs> we're, we are we're, the sort of... Yeah, we're kind of like... We have American politics. We've got American politics at home. Yeah, we're like 1B. Like, to America's S tier, we're A tier. Yeah, yeah. For, like, crackpot <laughs> Western politics. Yeah. People but are... Yeah. I could easily see him heading back to yeah. AW and then yeah. and then heading back yeah. to WWE. Yeah, and then going to Impact. Why the hell not? Hey. I'm back in New Japan, baby. And you know what? One place that always, always welcome him back with open, open arms... WCPW. The Willis Territory. Reunion show rumoured? Question mark. Same weekend as the Wembley. Can you imagine? (laughs) We're running a copper box whilst you're running a Wembley, so... Yeah. Well, we'll we'll, we'll run a bigger, more important stadium. Pataudry. How how big's Spurs' stadium? That's pretty big, isn't it? Oh, it's Hooden. I don't think it's as big as Wembley, but it's definitely Hooden. Sorry, I'm using Aberdeen words. It's big. Yeah. Yeah. A monster. It's we'll, like we'll um, we'll run Wembley, but we'll also put a tent on the roof. So it's equal. like so it's like or we'll put one seat on the roof, one seat. So we beat AEW by one. Obviously, we'll outdraw them. Goes yeah, 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 yeah. We got all the big matches coming. So who could we book? Uh, uh Mark Simon Miller, Drew McIntyre. Good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's contracts. Yeah. Ricochet. Get them yeah. get them all back. Yeah. Uh, Ray. Ray, can we get Dom? We can get Dom. We can't get Dirty Bertie. I'm, no. I'm vetoing that. That's <laughs> good idea. Actually, there's a few people I want to veto, yeah. brother. Yeah, we've wandered um. down an alleyway. I've realised here, and I'm going to come in and rapidly pull us out of it because there's quite a few people in that in that list. So, Brit rest, <laughs> Brit rest, ladies and gentlemen. Right, uh, thank you everyone for your questions. Sorry if we didn't get to it. As I said, if you were annoyed that we didn't answer it. Just back time, wherever you are in the world, work out what 8 a.m. tomorrow morning is and then schedule your tweet to send yeah, it to us. That's when the eel checks Twitter Indeed. before we jump in the studio. He's um, had his morning jelly. <laughs> do more. We'll do more on the news throughout this week, of course. But thanks to everyone <laughs> uh, who sent questions, whether you read them out or not. Uh, at what culture WWE, if you want to send us more stuff, you can also follow both of us on Twitter. You can follow Andy Murray at... At Andy H. Murray. The H stands for hormunculus. I'm sure I've used that one like 20 times. Maybe not times. on a pod, though. Maybe not on a pod. I don't do these often, no. so there you go. Good to have you on. Um, yeah. You can follow me on Twitter, at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all, at WhatCultureWB, as I said. Uh, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts. A uh, bit of a weird Raw review earlier on today. It's just me sat in this room talking to myself for about 40 minutes about Monday Night Raw. But if you like that sort of thing, you can go and check that out let's right get, now. Let's get Sidgwick to do that for SmackDown <laughs> next Monday. <laughs> Can you yeah, <laughs> we set a precedent now. Hamlet would probably love to do that. I actually. think he did a SmackDown one on his own. I'm once. pretty sure he did. Yeah, he's uh, Phil's he's... done one as well, but yeah. I I didn't like it. I'll be honest. Oh, <laughs> I mean mine, not theirs. Yeah. Uh, oh, I someone... like having the boys, and they will be returning. I think they're all back next week, but Sid is back tomorrow, so we'll talk. It's about... very confusing, yeah, moment, isn't it? And then I'm off next week for a bit. Off a... Everyone's everyone's all over the place. I like the fact that people just thought we just yeah. decided. Uh, Podcast completed it, so we just stopped. <laughs> <laughs> Not probably quite busy with WrestleMania stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Sid is back tomorrow, so we'll be uh, talking, we'll be reviewing NXT yeah. and looking ahead to AW. Yeah, but for now, it's been your questions answered. My thanks to Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 